Working with dialysis facilities and hospitals, what do early career physicians or those just out of fellowship need to know? Well, it's important to recognize the key role of the nephrologist as a liaison between hospitals and dialysis organizations. Our expertise as nephrologists is essential to the successful development and implementation of the processes and systems needed to provide care for the kidney disease population as a whole. More than the provision of individualized patient care, we have multiple roles, each with different responsibilities, attending nephrologist, medical director, perhaps joint venture partner, academic nephrologist, or employed nephrologist. We are all often the interface between a hospital and the dialysis organization. There can be significant complexity in navigating these roles and the interplay of the responsibilities to the benefit of the patients for whom we care. All very important. And in bridging the stakeholders and entities involved with kidney disease care, the nephrologist brings relevant perspective, essential knowledge of the landscape as it relates to the provision of kidney disease care, including practices-specific and regional factors, as well as our experience with dialysis companies and the provision of care in a capitated system. The awareness of national resources and potential for networking among our colleagues providing dialysis care in different socioeconomic settings can be beneficial to these relationships. In short, it can all be about bridging the entities for the welfare of our patients. Working with both dialysis organizations and hospitals requires us as nephrologists to understand our various roles and the responsibilities associated with these roles. As the attending nephrologist, our medical training prepares us for providing medical care, but not for running a business or even being a partner in a business. Our role is not without responsibilities, however, even if we are not the official medical director of a dialysis unit. These responsibilities are related to the business of dialysis. As an attending nephrologist, we must know and abide by the provisions and contracts for medical directors and in any joint venture. We must know about the restrictive covenants, the tales, research requirements of a dialysis organization with regard to performing or wish our desire to perform research. And as the dialysis medical director, we serve as the clinical leader, the facility and team leader, the regulatory liaison, and the interface with the dialysis company or joint venture partners in charge. Perhaps we are a joint venture partner in a dialysis company. Often, if not usually, we serve in both the roles of partner and medical director, and possibly attending physician. Of course, we are guided by the provisions in both the operating and the medical director agreements, provisions which should be in sync and not contradictory to the respective companion agreement. I think it's important to be aware that an overlap of responsibilities may exist related to oversight but that our contractual responsibility is outlined in the conditions for coverage. Usually in these contracts, there are appendices which list duties and responsibilities, and as always, we're bound by restrictive covenants and tails, which should be identical in both agreements. It may be that your hospital or your health system is not involved in your joint venture partnership uh, with the dialysis organization, Thus, there can be some complexity to these relationships, particularly if you are the sole interface or liaison between your hospital, your practice, and the dialysis organization. And that is a very important role that we often underestimate 
In fact, nephrologists are not just relevant, but are essential to bridging the entities and the stakeholders for the welfare of our patients. We may be the interface or liaison between the practice and the hospital, the practice and the dialysis unit, or even the dialysis unit, the dialysis company, and the hospital. We serve to bridge the entities for the welfare of our patients by offering our perspective, knowledge of local and regional landscape, experience working with dialysis organizations. Again, as noted before, we have a small professional community and thus our ability to have national awareness and network among our colleagues far and wide is perhaps easier than in some specialties. Regional or practice-specific factors are likely to impact our responsibilities in these roles. The importance of regional awareness may be more important in some regions than others, depending on the number of nephrologists in the area, the competition locally, the competition regionally. The state requirements, perhaps one lives in a certificate of need state, Uh, This is becoming less and less likely, but state-specific requirements and particularly certificate of need requirements are likely to impact competition and expansion. In addition, the entrepreneurial interests of hospitals and other local entities must always be kept in mind. Entrepreneurial interests of the dialysis organizations will certainly impact the development of new units in any given area, and there will likely be significant opportunity for you to work with the dialysis organizations in conjunction with your health system. And in fact, your relationships with both offer great potential for smoothing the development of care processes for the patients that you serve. Navigating the role and the interplay of all of these responsibilities can be complex, and managing these complexities can be no small task. Further, there are multiple relationships that may need to be navigated. Some of these complexities include our professional and contractual responsibilities and the time commitment required of a medical director per facility. The complexity of the negotiations can't be underemphasized. There are multiple legal teams, multiple external regulatory requirements, and navigating the landscape of these various entities in trying to put together something that may seem as simple as a medical director agreement can be quite difficult. The complexity of documents. Documents are key, and it's key to read them and understand them, understanding the legal language and the intent. These documents and these agreements are extremely long and very difficult to pour through. It's extremely important to read and understand the documents, try to understand the legal language, but if nothing else, the intent of the provisions laid out in the document or contract. Remember that these documents are written by non-physicians, and there may be provisions that seem quite innocuous to the non-physician, but to us would be imposing, inappropriate, and even perhaps unrealistic. So it's key to read and understand what you are signing. There may be other relationships involving legal teams, for instance, leasing space or renting space to see patients in a dialysis unit. There are Stark laws, as I'm sure you're well aware, and the lease of space can be also quite tricky. In my experience working through these, I found that Communication is so important, and assuring that I understand 
the document's intent and assuring clarity is very, very important. Also important is keeping notes. Note what your understanding is in your own hand. These will be very helpful for later recollection. Finally, we all must recognize that there are many overlapping structures, overlapping relationships, overlapping partnerships, and that the influence of these overlaps can be quite profound. Dialysis units and organizations are affiliated with more than one practice in more than one hospital. Similarly, hospital systems and practices may be affiliated with more than one dialysis organization. And practices may be affiliated with more than one hospital system. So the overlap of all of these relationships uh, may be quite complex, making the role of the nephrologist and the essentiality of the nephrologist's perspective and quest to keep the patient first all that much more important. Other relationships add additional complexity and will need the nephrologist's understanding and attention, particularly those related to the regulatory affairs of running a dialysis facility. There's the state health care authority or the CMS-designated oversight bodies, such as the state certifiers, and then the ESRD networks. These are entities with which the nephrologist will have an intimate relationship. Legal counsel for all the entities involved, regional and local entities, hospitals, access centers, medical centers, and then, of course, the dialysis company administration, as well as the chief medical officer in the dialysis organization's leadership. All of these entities or and people will be involved, and the relationships with all are important. Bridging the stakeholders may include state and even federal agencies, Providing outpatient dialysis for the acute kidney injury patient was a confusing and difficult proposition, and I found myself in the position to very often counsel area hospitals as to the regulatorily acceptable manner in which to provide this. State agencies that act on behalf of the federal agencies in dialysis certification are agencies that we must have a relationship with and with which we are bound to interact at some point in time by virtue of the certification process. And finally, there are alliances and allegiances that beget expectations. And medical director loyalty may be expected by one's dialysis organization, which has certain entrepreneurial interests. This may be subtle, it may be interpreted differently, or it may be presumed And it may be engendered by restrictive covenant or tail provisions on either party's ends. It may be presumed by virtue of a medical director agreement covenant. Such allegiances or alliances may not be formally stated or formally documented and may be subtle, but they are often there. And it is our job to remain objective in this space as we strive to provide safe, quality care for our patients, not just on an individual basis, but on the basis of our kidney disease population. So in short, being a nephrologist offers the opportunity to bridge a number of stakeholders, navigate multiple relationships, and simplify the complexities of negotiations, certifications, 
and all of the activity that is required to provide care for our patients. As we all work toward achieving the aims of health care, to improve the experience of care, to reduce health care costs, and to improve the health of our population, never have we needed each other as much as we do now. And these relationships are key to the future and the success of our patients' welfare. Thank you for listening to the RPA podcast. This is only one of the topics addressed in greater detail in RPA's Renal Physician's Guide to Nephrology Practice. For more information on this and other topics that will help you with efficiently managing your nephrology practice, download a copy of the RPA Guide from the RPA Store at www.renalmd.org. Contact the RPA office at 301 468 3515 with any questions.